Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm chatting to emerging hip-hop artist and producer Dietschy. Dietschy, welcome to the show, mate. How are you? I'm great. How about you? Good. Yeah, I'm well, thank you, man. It's um, a pleasure to be uh, to be catching up with you. I know there's um, there's been lots going on uh, in your world recently uh, and I've uh, been excited to, uh, to catch up. Um, how are things where you are? Firstly, how, how has your week been, mate? And um, yeah, where are, you, where are you joining us from? Um, right now, like I just got back to Miami. I was in Colombia last week. Cool. And then, um, and then I have to go to Japan in like two weeks. Oh, nice. Three weeks. Is that so, for a vacation or is that for work or? Just work. Nice. Mainly. Nice, dude. But, um, but yeah, just staying busy, basically. I mean, trying my best. Yeah. <laughs> no that's good that's good man um before we talk about um what you've been up to more recently um if you wouldn't mind just for our listeners uh talking a little bit about your musical background when did you first start getting to you know getting into music production and and um did you always know that that you know you wanted to do music for uh for a career so to speak um yeah i got i got into music production and all, all, like pretty much everything i'm doing now about two years ago yeah um about like yeah two and a half years ago like i'd say like with the start of covid Mm -hmm. and kind of covid forced me to because of covid like everything i was doing got canceled in terms of school and everything so i needed something to fill time sure and i kind of developed like a passion for music which I, i i kind of i liked music before i didn't see it as a career and kind of through covid kind of changed the um, direction of my life to be honest because i would have never saw myself doing what i'm doing now but was there anything happens for a reason yeah absolutely man and was there anything in particular that made you was kind of a bit of a turning point for you where you was like okay now i'm gonna do music properly or was it just kind of like you say finding something to to fill your time during the during the par- pandemic um it was more it was more so like when I started making music and then I would play it for people and people were like, oh, it's actually pretty cool. Mm. And then it was kind of other people liking the music that inspired me to continue. And then also like recently with the new music I've been making, I've been hearing more and more people liking the music in, in terms of people that might not have liked my music before, like it now with the direction that I'm going. So like even recently I've had like a whole new wave of motivation. Yeah. Because the more music I make, the more people are starting to like it, more people are starting to click with it. So, I mean, it's mainly the main thing that motivates me is just people saying, oh, that's pretty cool. Or that shit's dope. Or yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. For sure. So when you first started doing this, I'm guessing it was just laptop in your bedroom, just producing yeah. on Cakewalk or whatever it might have been. Um, just Precisely. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Laptop on my lap and just on logic or garage band or whatever i was using at the time but. yeah yeah cool 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 um in terms of uh like who you were listening to growing up Dichi, um who do you consider to be your main musical influences and and who you've kind of drawn your sound from um and and also just for our listeners um if you could just talk about your sound itself um uh yeah um, yeah, so like my my main inspiration to start doing music was this guy named Action Bronson, who's not like this huge, huge artist, but he's awesome. Man. He was kind of like an artist that I liked as a fan, where it was like, shit, I mean, 
this guy's pretty cool. I, I couldn't like I wouldn't mind doing what he's doing. Mm. So that was kind of my first inspiration to oh I actually might want to do music. Then once I started doing music, my big inspiration recently has been like I really listen to a lot of Post Malone. Yep, same. Um, <laughs> I honestly I'd say like right now my favorite artist it, it changes from like every couple months, but honestly right now I'd say my favorite artist is Post Malone. Mm-hmm. But from my sound perspective, what I used to do was more the range of from rap to hip hop. And now I'm slowly starting to venture from hip hop to pop. Okay. And also involving like some house, but it's not like I'm making the house. It's more so other people remixing my music. Oh yeah. Okay. But as time passes, I'm I'm starting to really like pop more and starting to like, like starting to like going in that direction more. Whenever I go to the studio, I'm like, I wouldn't mind making a happy song. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. One before was like, I would make like a lot of like, just like more like not like sad music, but like darker music or like deep. Yeah. Yeah. And I was now, now I just feel like I just want to make happy songs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't, that makes sense. Um, you know, the fact that you, you said you're a big post fan. Um, I mean, he's kind of gone in that direction with the more kind of, obviously his flow and his, his tunes are a bit more, kind of playful and um uh, you know he's got that kind of you know the catchy hooks in his track so um yeah no that's 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 cool man and um and and nice that you're kind of thinking about moving into slightly different genres and and how your sound can kind of uh, cross genres in that way and like you say um getting some some kind of electronic remixes uh, as well which is cool um when you're uh, i guess next question really Dietschy would be um what's your kind of creative process like when you're uh when you're making a track when you first start out like do you start with uh you know a top line or do you start with a beat or some chords um and then kind of build the track around that like I imagine it 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 varies depending on what kind of projects you're working on um but do you have like a general approach uh to this stuff yeah so if I'm producing I'll just start out with um Mainly, I'll just start out with a piano and just start playing on the piano, or I'll start out with a sample and play something on top of it. Yeah. So if I'm producing, and then also recently I've been working with with like different like a different producer mm-hmm. and stuff, and then I go down to Columbia to work with him, and then when I work with him, he just has all the beats ready, and then we'll just be in the studio. He'll start playing beats, and then start writing, start figuring stuff out. Yeah. Basically, yeah. but now um, it just depends. Honestly, like every track's different, but. If I'm not producing, then I just like, I just, I'm just in the studio and writing. Yeah, yeah. To like, it's quite, just whatever the producer plays. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I was going to say, it's quite nice. I would imagine, you know, having done this stuff yourself and started off as, as a so-called, you know, bedroom producer, you can, when you're in the studio, if you are just doing a writing session, I guess you can chip in with some ideas for production. You know, if something sounds, yeah. if you want the snare to sound a little bit, whatever, you can just like chip in some ideas, which is cool. Um and uh i mean tell us about this new single man it's out on the 10th of feb um and uh yeah champagne showers i mean tell us about uh, for our listeners i guess um firstly what the song's about um and uh how it came together how you how you wrote it how you recorded it was it was it all something that was done uh last year i'm guessing yeah it was all done last year um i think i want to say like around july or maybe september yeah and it was um it was actually the first time I went to Colombia was when I recorded that song. And I mean basically the song's just about 
kind of like a good time, like having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like, cause the hook goes like champagne showers grow you sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a fun kind of mix between kind of a love song, not really a love song, but mainly just like, I definitely just a good listen. And then like, I think the club personally, I like the club remixes of that a lot. Like I, I, I always listen to the, to the club remixes. So uh-huh. when it comes out, I would suggest listening to the club remixes personally but um yeah it's just the whole song like the way it came together was like interesting because it was just it was in like i was in like this whole new space because i'd never been to columbia before and then it's just going from hotel to studio we're just in the studio 12 14 hours a day working yeah it was just a great experience so just the music that i've been making in columbia has just been amazing does it give you a little bit more inspiration when you go down there as well and and you're in a different environment and and can just pull a little bit more from from your surroundings yeah i think it definitely does because if if not i'm just working out in my bedroom i mean there's not much inspiration to work with so i mean just going to different areas being able to having like being able to go to a different area and work somewhere else besides miami is just like a blessing how did you get that connection in in Colombia then, Dichi? Is that uh, how was? If you got a plug there, if you got a friend who, like you say, has got a studio there? Um. Yeah. So then, the biggest thing about Colombia is that it's like so much cheaper. So even if I were to fly down there and stay at a hotel and do all this stuff, it doesn't really make much of a difference. Yeah. In terms of if I were to just do music here and just pay the producer, but the way we met was um we got we got just linked. We had a mutual friend. And then we met and uh, we met in Miami, actually. And then he had just moved to Colombia. And okay. we, uh, when we first worked, we worked in Miami. And then he was like, oh, why don't you come down to Colombia? And I was mm-hmm. like, sure. Like, I'm always I'm always like open to new experiences. So then I went down to Colombia and then now I just do all my music in Colombia. Have you kind of have you decided now that? Uh, having gone down there and, and wrote and recorded the last single there, um, is that kind of what you're going to be doing from now on? Is that, do you know what I mean? Have you kind of found your your process in that respect? Yeah, I think I think Colombia is like in terms of my future. I believe Colombia will be a heavy part of it because I think it just it's just so fun to. It, it's kind of like going to a camp where it's yeah yeah you just go from the hotel and then you go from hotel to studio and you're just in the studio for 14 hours a day yeah and that's all you like you literally just eat sleep and breathe music for like a couple like for like um a week a bit more than a week so yeah 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 what's your uh your production setup like now Dichi? is it has it changed in the last couple of years since you since you first started doing this um have you got hold of any more you know plugins or bits and pieces that that you find yourself using quite a lot have you got any particular tools that are like your go-tos now yeah definitely changed as time went on i kind of slowly started to add like let's say i get a set of speakers or i get like um i get more plugins or i get um, a midi keyboard and it was kind of slowly just starting to evolve and now now i have a decent i have like a decent setup i'd say i have a pretty solid setup actually nice um (laughs) but yeah i mean it was just like slowly putting everything together like probably my go-to stuff is just I mean, I just I just like to use Pro Tools and I'll just produce some Pro Tools and everything. I don't yep. I, I feel like there's not like a single like a certain thing that's always my go-to, but I mean, I guess Keyscape is like every session will start with Keyscape inside of it. So yep. I guess my go-to would be Keyscape. 
Okay. Which is just like a keyboard, like a piano plugin. Nice. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, are you, uh, have got any shows planned for this year? I know obviously a couple of years ago, um, uh, you know, the whole live music world went out the window, but you know, it's slowly been coming back over the last year, which is good. Hopefully you've managed to get out to some gigs yourself over the last, last year or so. Um, but have you got anything in the pipeline, uh, for, for this year, mate, that, that you're looking forward to? Um, I mean, I did some gigs last year, but then this year I don't have, I don't have anything booked yet, but when I go to Japan, I plan on doing some gigs there. Um, I also plan on going to, um, to England, Nice. I like just the UK as a whole. So I'll probably do some gigs in the UK when I come back to Miami, I might do some gigs in Miami. Cool. Just, I've been moving around a lot lately, so I haven't had too, too much time to just like settle down and then, okay, I need to find a gig now. Have you, uh, how did the Japan uh trip come up was that something that you were just like you know fuck it i'm just gonna go and just uh s- s- kind of see what happens or if you did has that been like in the pipeline for a while well no i was in japan like two months ago yeah and i i, I just got back and actually i don't even know when i was in japan i, I might have <laughs> been in japan a month ago actually now that i think of it um sounds like you've been here there and everywhere right yeah i was in japan last month and i just gotten back and then japan was overall a good experience like Cause it just, um, it's been like, um, I've been like pretty productive in Japan in terms of networking, um, meeting people yeah, and then just getting work done. And there's so much more opportunity in Japan than there is in Miami because, um, it's just, it's a big city, but it's also a small city and you yeah. can walk anywhere. And in Miami, it's kind of like a lot of Miami is not, I don't want to say not open, but it's more like, um, I feel like people like groups are more closed off Yeah, to where you're not going to be able to go to a club and meet someone and like establish a friendship. I feel feel like you might honestly, but I just feel in Japan, there's a lot more that going on and I just have a lot more opportunity there. And then also it's cheaper to live over there. Yeah. 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 Nice. So when I was like, I might as well just stay in Japan. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, it's all, I mean, I've always wanted to go, man. I've never never been myself, but it's uh, it's high up the list of uh, of places to visit for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And you mentioned the UK as well. Is that something that's going to be happening soon? Um, yeah. Yeah, I plan on going to the UK in around May, June. Okay. Um, just because I'm releasing like a few singles. This is like one single and I'm releasing two more singles and I really want to focus on the UK. Okay. And so we'll see how it works, but that's why I feel because in May I'm going to release like the main single. Okay, it's going to be like this part, of, like a set of three, and then the third one's going to come out in May. So I feel like with the release of that, I should also go to the UK and then maybe do a press tour, kind of something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think the UK, um, in terms of your sound, uh, do you think it will just fit in quite nicely? Have you have you sort of been paying attention to what's going on in the UK scene recently? I, I would imagine you have. I hope. I mean, like, <laughs> it, at the end of the day, it just comes down to, like, what the listeners like. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, overall, I feel like I've gotten, like, a lot of positive reviews. So, I mean, I hope at the end of the day, it's up to it's up to everyone, um, everyone that listens to come up with their own opinion. But, you know, I would hope that everyone listens to it and likes it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously... Uh, 
a lot of the um the music culture over here is is super diverse and and we get a lot of it from from the US as well obviously is a big heavy influence there but uh you I imagine you would already know the UK's got its own kind of style as well yeah. when it comes to rap and and hip hop and and R&B and that kind of stuff so um and pop obviously so um yeah like you say up to the listeners but I'm sure uh, I'm sure it'll go down down a storm man um so there's a so there's a few singles coming out this year. Are you building up to like an EP or like uh, a, a mini album or something like that? Have you been have you been thinking about that at all? Um, I I, I always have the thought because I have enough music to obviously put out an album. Yeah, it's just it comes down to do I want to put out like 15 songs now when I could just slowly release those songs. The only reason, the only way I'd put out an album is if one song blows up. Yeah. yeah. And then I put an album behind that song mm-hmm. to kind of, um, to kind of like gather more press and then have like a big push. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't see myself releasing an album just because it's so much music to put out that I could just slowly put out. Yeah. 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 And slowly kind of build up the hype, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So at least for this moment, I don't think I'll release an album, maybe an EP, but it's just a lot of music to put out that could just be slowly put out. And then also like now I feel like unless you're a huge artist, no one really listens to albums. Yeah. Yeah. So then I feel like it would be a lot of music that I might like that people might not listen to just because they don't want to listen to 15 songs. Yeah. yeah, For sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's uh, most of the things I wanted to chat to you about, man. I, I guess um, to, to wrap things up, um, it's a little bit of a loaded question, Hopefully, one you've had time to, to have a little think about. But what's been the uh, the kind of highlight of your of your music career so far? I know you're pretty fresh in the game, but obviously hungry to 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 put stuff out um, and are really obviously quite passionate about this. But what's been uh, a real a real memorable point um, from the last couple of years, uh, Dichi, that that has really kind of stuck in your mind? Um, yeah. Um. Probably the most memorable point was. Um about like i want to say a few months ago when i had a song called beautiful collision which was on u.s pop radio mm-hmm. and that ended up hitting number 44 on billboard like nice. it peaked at number 44 on billboard nice and then also i was like the number one independent artist in the u.s on on radio charts for i want to say like 10 weeks almost Dope. or something like yeah. that and that, that was like the most surreal moment probably so far in like this music path because it's like I see my name there and then I see Taylor Swift or I see Bad Bunny <laughs> on the same list and I'm beating some of their songs. Yeah. On Billboard. So it's kind of like this real moment where I'm still nobody, right? It's not like I'm this huge artist, but I'm still able to beat out some people just because the program directors at the radio station like the music enough. Yeah. Yeah. To keep on playing it, leading me to obviously just keep on climbing the charts. And that was that was probably the most surreal moment so far. Yeah. Is just seeing my name over bad bunny you're seeing my name over taylor swift <laughs> obviously not on all songs but like on a few songs yeah pretty, that pretty was, awesome uh, that was a crazy moment yeah yeah for sure for sure and uh and long may that continue yeah uh what else have you got in the uh in the works Dichi, that you're that you're looking forward to this year i know you said um not much on the cards at the moment in terms of shows but i'm sure that will change coming into the summer and like you say uh doing mm-hmm. some some overseas tours but is there anything else that music wise or otherwise uh you're you're particularly looking forward to for um for 2023 i'm really looking forward to going to the uk oh good personally. good um because I've, I've never been to the uk and I, I just feel like it's um 
the culture there is so I feel like in a way it's kind of similar to Japan as well mm-hmm. in terms of the way people are, the way people dress, the way the kind of culturally because I know Japan takes a lot of influence from the UK mm. culturally in terms of like um like whatever's like new and stuff. Yeah. So I'm very excited to go to the UK to be honest and then I'm excited to go to like release these songs and hopefully people like it. So that it gives me more of a reason to go to the UK. Yeah, yeah. So nice. we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff. So good stuff, man. Lots lots to keep you busy, which is uh which is good. Um yeah, I think that's uh I think that's a nice place for us to to wrap things up. But uh thank you so much again for your time, dude. And um it sounds like uh it sounds like uh you're definitely one to for for everyone to keep their their eyes and ears open for and um and, and best of luck with everything you've got going on at the moment, hopefully. Hopefully next time we uh we chat we'll uh we'll have a lot more to catch up about. For sure. All right. All right, for the purposes of the uh of the podcast, we'll uh we'll say our goodbyes now and um hopefully catch up very soon. Sounds good. Cheers, dude. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.